Betches Media presents. Will you suck? I'm in. To fix this water problem. Sorry to this man. You can have a hundred people in the room. And I, oh, goodbye, Kyle. At Betches. Rise and shine. Hello and welcome back to At Betches. I am Barry Rosenfeld. I'm Dylan Hafer. And I'm Sean Kilby. Welcome. Oh my God, you guys. What a this great is, this morning. This is a dream team. Yes. Is a I dream can already team. feel the chemistry in this throuple. Yeah, there it's is like, a, oh, a throuple. There is simply okay. no one else in the office right now. I feel like we are the only people on the planet that aren't that <laughs> my, stuck at home because of coronavirus. <laughs> That's true. One of my, first of all, Sammy is here today. I want to give her a shout out. Great job out of her leaving the apartment today. Yes. Because the coronavirus scare is real. <laughs> she is very aware of it. So I want to celebrate her for that. I One of my favorite things to do at Betches HQ, when it's like a me and a Barry here really early or me and a Dylan here really late. I love to call us the hardest working people in yes. the office. It's just whoever's around. Well, it's factual. It might be factual. Barry's an early riser. Yeah. So is Dylan. Yeah. You guys get here really early. A little bit. Yeah. If I beat either of you to the office, I feel like You're I like, what am I doing something. wrong? Yeah. I like to wake up in the morning and watch a quick documentary before I come to Are work. Are you kidding me? No. You watched something this morning? Yeah. I, I continued the... Um, Gabriel Fernandez trials oh that God. I started last night. I simply I have cannot. To. I can't. It gets my mind going. You know what I watched? I watched a movie called Spencer Confidential <gasps> starring Eliza Schlesinger yeah. and, Mark, and Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. And she is going to be on the show later on. We will be joined. Me and Barry are going to be joined. Dylan, you're going to leave because, I mean. Yeah, I'm going to nope the fuck out for that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited about that one. Yes. Actually, let's talk about, Dylan, tell everyone what we're talking about today on the show. We have so much to talk about. Um, so we have a new Bachelorette. That's mm-hmm. really exciting. Um, Hillary Duff is uh, publicly dragging Disney Plus through the mud. Um, so that's important. Uh we have a feud of Gen Z proportions uh, that we're going to be talking about. Lady Gaga released a new music video. She has an album coming out. Um, we have some coronavirus fears. Look, it's getting real. And obviously that Eliza interview at the end to top it all off. So. This is a packed show. Yeah. We got a lot to get to. We have today, a lot. Barry. But before we do, I want to talk about what's going on at Betches HQ today. Okay. Today might be the busiest day. It, it's a lot. I've ever experienced since working here. We yeah. have, who's coming in? So we have somebody from uh, Shark Tank. Damon. Damon. Who I love. Love. One the of my shark. favorite sharks. Damon. He's a good yes. shark. He's a great, great shark. We have one of the couples from Love is Blind. Right. I binged it this weekend just so I, I could be not. up on it. I have still refused. Yeah, I just, I'm not. You guys, I thought I would hate I'm it. I'm not. Or I thought I would at least have mixed feelings. I just you loved liked it. it? Okay. I really didn't. I, had, it I made, trust you, so maybe I'll watch well, it. The thing that was good about because a lot of what works with The Bachelor or Bachelorette is you really have to buy into the romance. Right. I feel like you could watch this and not be cynical at all. You could really say, like, it says a lot about relationships and what you you project on yourself onto okay. these people was really interesting on that show. We have two of those people coming in today to the office. Yes. Which is, for people who watch Love is Blind, that's enormous. Right, it is. We have Eliza coming in. We have like a super official woman from the UN coming in to be on the sub. She was like the something something president of South Africa. And I'm not going to butcher her name. I don't know how to say it. No, I'm not going to even attempt. We will let you know. (laughs) But it's just a crazy busy day today. With Jared Freed coming in to to record a U.N. podcast. I mean, celebrities left and right. We are here. And and we're here. Hello. We're here. And we're here. And then also, um, you know who else is in town? Celine Dion. Okay. So you're going to see her. I am going to see Celine Dion tonight at Nassau Coliseum. I'm trekking out there. Oh, damn. Not only am I seeing her tonight, I am going to Barclays Center on Thursday and seeing her then as well. Okay. Post up. How does that happen? Not enough, because uh, not enough words describe my feelings for this 
woman Certainly. icon. Yeah. So my friends know how obsessed I am since I was little. Like I was a little girl. I've been obs- I've had some sort of feelings for this. Not you know, talent wise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um. And they, two of my friends got me tickets for my birthday, oh, for my 30th birthday. Both they were gifts? Both of these were gifts. That's unbelievable. Can you imagine? And my parents are going on Saturday to Prudential Center. I was actually going to surprise them. Well, but you guys are all over the fucking map. Oh, no. Yeah. Me and my dad, like me and my dad, that's like our girl, you know? So I've seen her before in Vegas. I cried for three and a half hours and couldn't see her through my tears. I'm telling you guys, if you have the chance to see Celine Dion... Please do She's it. one of those singers where you think you sound good in the shower and you then you do not. hear Celine right. sing and you go, oh, right. Her voice is. Yeah. She's no. one of those people for me where it's like, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, I'm sure she's good. Like, I think she still has it. Like, whatever. And then you watch like a video of yeah. her and it's like, oh, shit. And her yeah. album, her new album just came out. And it's like, really good. it's crazy. I was explaining to someone recently, like she has hits. Okay. Like it's Celine She's Dion. Hits you on hits you on know hits on her hits, song. Yeah. She just came out with her, the single and, um, imperfections. And like, it sounds like a I classic Celine Dion song. Yeah. Dylan, <laughs> I almost thought that was hard I when I turned around. I also today that you guys Thank were both you. in choir. Yeah, we Dil- are. <laughs> Dylan even got paid to be in a choir. You know what I did in college for like a little less than a year? I sang at mass at Catholic Church on Sunday morning and I got made a hundred bucks a week. Now, Dylan's a little raspy right now because he's, you know, he's coming back from being a little ill. This is my natural voice. That's your natural voice. I am a true baritone. Right. (laughs) Yeah, we have the the same vocal range right now. Yeah. Except yours goes away. Mine's like this. I think Dylan also lost his voice. Either he has the coronavirus right now or it's because he went to a concert this weekend. Yeah, what happened this weekend, Dylan? Can I work from home if I have the coronavirus? You actually legally, yes, you may. Legally, please do. What happened at the concert, Dylan? Um, Okay, so I was at this concert on Saturday night. It was Chelsea Cutler at Terminal 5. Mm. Um, she's very. I couldn't see my friend. I tried to get tickets, and then my no, friends didn't did get it. it for me for my birthday, so <laughs> it was, I couldn't go with Dylan. It was sold out, Sean. Oh. I um, believe it. It's really cool. Great, <laughs> Who was great buying show. tickets though, Dylan? Teenage girls. Yes, teenagers. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a, a whole lot of teenagers. Lots of X's on hands. Um, oh God. I know, but so for those of you who don't know what that means, it means they're underage. Means they're underage. I thought I was going to get asked to buy someone a drink <laughs> the entire night. Luckily, that did not happen. But there were these two guys during one of the openers that were like in our area, just kind of popped up out of nowhere, and they were just wasted. Love those people that actually don't even know where they are they get so hyped up and drunk and they don't even remember where they are they were certainly not 21 (laughs) um so i don't i guess they probably you know drank a water bottle on the long island railroad or something (laughs) when they were coming in for the concert i don't know but so this one guy particularly just was doing the thing where like you have no control over your body weight because you're so fucked up oh god and it was crowded enough that he wasn't like falling over he just was kind of Kind of swaying, hit here I can, and there. I can see that guy in my mind's eye right just now. Just kind of yeah. bumping, kind of getting slamming. annoyed just thinking about it. Yeah. And he and his friend, so they were both so fucked up, and they also couldn't keep their hands still. Like they couldn't. You just put your hands down at your side. It's not that hard. But they were doing like you know. I would just like feel a hand on my arm, and my my oh, friend no. who was in front of me. She's a a woman who's like five foot three, and they would like. 
have their hand out like t- they would be like touch her hair no. there was this other girl oh that would be the end for there me there was this other Goodbye. girl next to us who was wearing a beanie and one of the guys like like pulled the beanie off her head at one point like trying well, at that to be point, cute security should have gotten involved I mean like get these know, guys out of here I don't think here. anybody was like seeing it because it was very crowded but at one point one of the guys was, was like what's the problem like, we, we just trying to walk through what's the problem you like you don't want to let us walk through and I'm like what are you talking about? Like, you're not trying to walk through. You've been standing here for 30 minutes. And it was one of those things where in my head, I'm like, it's not worth it. Like, he's so drunk. I can't have an argument with this person right now. And eventually, after like 30 minutes, they did walk away. And everybody in our area literally cheered Ugh. when they left. So you didn't have to get into a fight. I didn't have to get into a fight. Guys. But I, I ended up at the point where I was like, Make, trying to make a wall between my friend and these guys because they were like touching her yeah. and it's like you can't do that mm-hmm. do you need do you think you're going to need protection tonight Barry because I can send Dylan with I you I don't ever need protection <laughs> I, can, really I, I am the protection okay. yeah, also, I, would, I would lose in a fight yeah. with you but also at Celine Dion like I'm sure the crowd will be um there to enjoy yeah. her vocals not a lot and, of, and not her, a lot of right. um, audience members with X's on their hands. I also at that don't concert, think people are getting know? like trashed to watch Celine Dion. Like, mm. baby, baby, a little wine drunk, perhaps. Maybe maybe wine drunk. I'm going to be okay. Anyway, well, I'm jealous. I hope you have fun tonight, Barry. Thank and Dylan, you. I'm glad you got Thank through you. it. All right, Barry. I want you to tell us about Claire Crawley, right. the newest <sighs> yes, Bachelorette. The Bachelorette for the upcoming 16th season was announced yesterday, and it is. Claire Crawley, you may remember her from Juan Pablo season. She was the runner-up. And Juan Pablo season was from 2014. Yeah, it was yeah. a few years ago. Yeah. Um, okay, so new, some things about this new Bachelorette. She's a little bit older. She's 38 years old, which she's the oldest in Bachelorette history, which is so funny to say, like, that's not that old. Mm-mm. But in the franchise, it's the oldest. The second oldest, I think, was like 32 or 30. Yeah, it was 30. Rachel. Rachel. Yeah. That is a pretty big gap. It yeah. is, yeah. it is. But you know what? Compared to, it's a known, this past season of The Bachelor is just, there are no words. Oh, it is, yeah. it this is, is definitely so response horrific. to that. Yeah. They, what else was, she, was Claire on? Uh, what other Winter seasons? Games. She was in Winter Games. She was on Winter Games, and I think she the was first, engaged. And she was also in the first two, two seasons, seasons of, of Paradise. Paradise. So she's made her rounds on these shows. She knows what she's doing, but I think she has grown. She's ready. We'll see. I don't know what's in store for the season. They are, they're still looking, obviously, for people to be on the show, but... Um, I think it's time for this age of a bachelorette. Yeah, I excited. really do. I think I am so over watching these young caddy girls not even know what they're arguing about. And, you know, I can't say for all that they're not ready for love. That's not true. That's everyone's own opinion. Some people that age are. But when you're stuck in a house with everyone else like that age and who aren't from the same area as them or don't have the same... um What's the word I'm looking for? It's like background. Background is them. They're just looking for fame. I'm sorry to say. And I think that's part of the reason they're looking for someone older who's not just like Instagram thirsty. And they're really going back. Yeah. Like I, how the show started, looking yeah, for love. Yeah, I mean, there's there's got there's a number of reasons any individual gets cast as the Bachelor of the Bachelor. Right. It's also amazing. I'm sure that the producers have a running short list of people that they're yeah. constantly considering, and I would bet good money that Claire was number two or three multiple times in the last six years. Oh yeah. 
you know uh, like maybe. which they just finally were like wait a minute why have we been waiting on Claire this whole time she I think looks they amazing. were one season too late <laughs> they should have done it way oh, before this like season oh you feel like that people have gotten a bit of fatigue with the youth movement the ratings have yeah. gone down that I think this was a perfect move mm-hmm. and we'll have the ratings gone down on the show I believe so I mean the ratings have gone down on interest ratings have gone down on every show yeah I think the interest in the shows has gone way I think so social media has enriched the world of The Bachelor immensely the amount of coverage and attention that it gets even if the amount of people that watch it on TV is lower the amount of kind of like Bachelor stuff that's in the world the one the one question I have about this is when they do a turn of events like this and get someone who's not in the prior season. Yeah. What was their reasoning for choosing someone that was already on the show as opposed to someone fresh and brand new and not has never been on the show before? That's what I want to know. So do you I don't think, think you they could would do, do that, that again? Why? They've done it in the past. Well, but how long has it been? Since not in the past. Why not? 10 years. Here's why I actually think so is I think that Juan Pablo was a great example, but they have learned so many lessons through the years of what, to do, to do what not to <laughs> right. do when they do casting and familiarity is super important yep. so if you already have a foundation with she somebody like claire the quote-unquote villain though so i am really excited to see how she does as the bachelor you know she came off as the villain during juan pablo season yeah okay she can, but i think in a good way she like had one a of the good villains. Arc at the end yeah i mean just I last in, night yeah. i think in 2020 that would maybe come off a different way that in in 2014 when you were when people were watching a show and a woman was outspoken or maybe like you know didn't do what she was like supposed to do in that situation that it was kind of like oh like she's a bitch like she's being so mean to the main guy but now in 2020 that maybe that is a little more of a well-rounded picture. And I think that it makes her an interesting character. And obviously the producers and the powers that be at the show, they know her well and they've seen her bring drama before on Juan Pablo's season. They've seen her on winter games. She got engaged. I think if somebody, for somebody that's a returning person, I think it matters a lot to them that they, their resume that they can trust the process (laughs) and that they're really like open to let it all happen and i think she's she's shown multiple times that she's not afraid to kind of go there and so it makes sense that she's an appealing choice i think will be a breath of fresh air because i think there have been a lot of safe choices the bachelors in particular i think hannah ended up surprising people and being more interesting than people expected but colton and pete are just kind of boring and safe and don't say much that is so boring and i think Claire might actually say some shit Good. at the same time. I'm excited for the older men. Yeah. The, no, <laughs> the number one thing that the producers are looking for though in a bachelor bachelorette is somebody who's going to cooperate mm-hmm. when, yes. they, when they want you to get in the confessional and drive a narrative right. and say the line that they need you to say to set up the story that is valuable to them. That's more valuable to them than somebody like, you know, Juan Pablo who might stir up some controversy, but they don't really want, to upset anyone so claire is one of those people mm-hmm. she's well, a good talker she's been on the show four times she does look great too i do she have to looks say yes. fucking fantastic Phenomenal. okay except on good morning america yesterday she was wearing this one shoulder silver sparkly dress mm-hmm. i read online that dress was thirty eight hundred dollars and i have to she say wore every inch of it I'll i tell have you to what, say good. i have to say like ramona told tinsley in miami last season on real housewives you overpaid <laughs> 
Do you think she paid for that? No, she didn't pay for <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. So it's Somebody okay. did. She's actually from my hometown. She's from Sacramento, California. Ooh. She's lived there her entire oh, life. That's fine. She is. She works in a salon. I think she's a Good stylist. For her. She's a real. That's like a couple woman. miles from where I grew up. Nice. I know. So basically, she and I. Good for her. Are her family. You yeah, can, you're related. You know, we're you, basically related. You can you tell she's a hairstylist. She has those like perfect shoulder length waves. <laughs> Uh, well, there's a couple things though that have come in the wake of her the announcement. One of them since yesterday. <laughs> well, you know, is is that uh, a lot of the guys who were in contention to be cast on her season have now oh, come yeah. out pretty salty because they were too young to be cast. Yeah. So basically, ABC. A lot of the time, most seasons they cast most of the contestants before the Bachelor or Bachelorette has been announced, and mm-hmm. a lot of the time before it's even been chosen. A hundred percent because they do do it pretty last minute a lot of the time. And, you know, with all these other women that are, you know, like 26, 27, 28, it doesn't really matter how old the guys are because it's the same. But obviously Claire is, you know, a a little different age bracket than most of the other contenders. And so, yeah, they have uh, they've let go some of the men that were going to be cast on the season. I think that's. Yeah. It's wise. It's wise. I mean, a lot of those guys, a 24-year-old guy who shows up to the house night one, he's actually pretty likely to never even get any screen time and just be sent home anyway. She's also probably more closer in age with his parents than... Potentially him. so, which yeah. is not a problem. But on a TV show, family TV show, like no, 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 that, that's it's not. Better, it's yeah. better to sus- to suspend our disbelief and think that she is really here to find right. a husband. Correct. It makes more sense to actually cast age appropriate. Yes, I agree. Even if even if she might think a twenty four year old guy is hot yeah. on you know on a night out or whatever, if you're really saying okay, look, we're here to find you a husband here for the right, reasons. she should not really have any guys <laughs> under thirty, like. So, but Barry, you, you actually said something interesting earlier as a devoted fan of yes, the franchise. Yes. Are you excited to see older guys vying for her heart? I am excited Ooh. to see older guys. I think. Like what age would you like to see? What's the oldest guy that could show up and you'd be like, that's good. Well, no, no, no. I could think older guys are hot. The oldest I would date personally as okay, a 30 great, year old, yeah. <laughs> my own version of the bachelor is like 35. But for her being 38, I'm excited to see some like 42 year olds, 44 year olds. What if a 50 year old showed up? I, I think that's fine. However, I think that is a bit old for her for this show only because she is still in her 30s. She's having fun. She's on a dating show, so she's fun. I think 50 is like almost the next age bracket. Do you know what I mean? I agree. Yeah. But I could just that see makes the, sense. I could see them casting a guy who's 48. And then you have, and then, fine. And then there's a guy there who's 28. <laughs> no, 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 and, no, no. And they're both kind of in range of her and it being very weird. See, that's difficult because 28 and 48 are very different places in in life. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. It is. And they're different. It's it's just very different. It yeah, is, they're still single. They have that in common, but it's it's different. It is interesting when when you think about somebody who's 38 years old, that's like towing the line of middle age a little bit. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's different. It really is different. I mean, obviously, it's different than like twenty three, but it's different even than like a thirty year old. It really is. It's well, it's new, also, it's new territory for the show, and I I am excited. Let's also not dance around it. A thirty year old man does not feel the same pressure to get married as a thirty eight year old woman. Absolutely. Not. I mean, there's True. just like a different societal pressure on her. Right. There's gonna be a lot of scrutiny on her because she is the oldest bachelorette. 
But I think it might be the most interesting casting choice they've done in years. I know, but I also don't want that to be the new like virgin talk. I don't want it to be that like yeah. she's the oldest. I don't need that to be mentioned like every single episode. Got it. Yeah, I don't need. You're the oldest. How does that feel? Like enough? You yeah. know, yeah. set it. We're done. Let's but go. You did say though this season of The Bachelor, there's been some backlash to the fact that it's skewed so young that you have these 23, 24 year olds who clearly are not looking to actually they're get not. married. They're, they're not looking, looking to grow their Instagram. Yeah, following. they. Are, and that's what's so funny. I saw a really funny meme recently that it was literally influencer boot camp. And it was, I yeah. laughed because, like, that's so true. And it's so sad because it's not what the show used to be. And these girls are just, even watching Women Tell All last night, they all show up. And I'm like, who are these? And they don't even look the same as night one. They all have their lashes, the lips, the extensions, the this, the short dresses, their boobs. Some of them have their bo- I'm like, who are these girls? I, I don't get it. Well, if you want to read more about it, there is an article at Betches.com yes. written by one Dylan Hafer that you can check out. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Dylan, tell us about this Lizzie McGuire drama. So speaking of badass 30-year-old women, we have (laughs) Lizzie McGuire, who, um, so as most of you probably know, Disney Plus picked up Lizzie McGuire for a reboot in the fall. Which seems like a perfect fit. Oh, it's a slam dunk. Uh Uh-huh. And we had the whole, most of the original cast set to return. The original series creator, Terry Minsky, was coming back as the showrunner. Um, they started production uh, in, I think, in November. Yeah. They shot two episodes. Hilary Duff got married. She left to go on her honeymoon. While she was gone, all hell broke loose. Yeah. They Disney was not happy with the direction the show was going after seeing the first two episodes. They fired Terry Minsky, the creator and showrunner. And shut down production on the show. And so basically, the crux of the issue turns out to be that Disney was unhappy with the um, unfamily-friendly subject matter on the show. And they want it to be more kid-friendly to be on their Disney Plus platform. And now Hilary Duff has come out publicly saying that begging Disney to move the show to Hulu so they can make it more adult more relatable for a 30 year old audience and it it really seems unclear whether the show is going to go on at this point they've had production shut down now for about two months and uh it's it's weird after two episodes being right. shot there are so many things that i feel like could have been done before this yeah. to avoid it i don't know maybe Vet the Re- reading the scripts i could almost see in 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 the era like when disney plus is just launching like and we're talking like they're they're, they're ramping up november whatever 
they weren't really looking. I could see them actually not vetting it as hard as they normally they would like, a TV show. Oh yeah, show. of course we want to listen to Maguire reboot. They have a hundred things going on and they just think it's a safe choice. I feel like they thought we're just bringing back Lizzie McGuire, but Hillary Duff is older, still playing Lizzie McGuire. Like, obviously, the story's going to change. She's right. Grown. You, the story is not going to be about whether Kate said something mean in the hallway <laughs> at, at middle school. Or if school. Gordo's going to sit next to her at lunch and if she's wearing platform shoes. Yeah. So basically, Disney owns Hulu at this point, they own the majority stake. And there is this other show. They're doing a TV show spinoff of Love, Simon, the, mm-hmm. mo- the movie. And last week it was in the headlines when Disney announced that that show was moving from Disney Plus to Hulu because of adult themes, whatever. Pe- there was a whole outcry about them saying that gay relationships were adult themes. I think that there's like underage drinking in the show. Fine, whatever, move it. But so basically Hilary Duff was like, can we do that? Yeah, she literally posted on her Instagram. Like, she was like, sounds familiar. Sounds familiar. It, it seems like an obvious solution for this Hillary Duff problem, Disney. but at the same time, that show, Lizzie McGuire, belongs on Disney+. Plus. It's funny because when you think of Disney+, Plus, you have your princess movies, mm-hmm. you have your whatever Disney, but you also have every Marvel movie, every Star Wars movie where right. people's like heads are getting cut off mm-hmm. and you have like crazy violence the whole time. And it's like, oh wait, we're that concerned about Lizzie McGuire yeah, doing like a tequila shot. I feel like, like this is the shot. type of thing, something, maybe something deeper is going on that we don't know about. See, I think it's simple. I think it's that they made the first two episodes and it became clear to Disney Plus that um, Lizzie's fucking on this show. Oh, God. You Lizzie's know? fucking. Lizzie's fucking. The cartoon Lizzie is railing <gasps> cocaine. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think she's an adult. Free, she's not doing free Lizzie McGuire. That being said, I was actually thinking about this. So there is precedent for these sort of reboots. <laughs> Like your Full House. Because right. I think Lizzie McGuire has a lot in common with Full House in terms of who the demo is. Nah, yeah. And when they made Fuller House, they really did make the same show all over again and just aged them up as parents. And I think that's yeah. what right, but they Disney keep... Plus wants. Okay. And it also You're happened right. with Girl Meets World. They made Boy Meets World. Right. The, the, the kids from that show became the parents. Right. They did it with uh, That's So Raven. Right. Right, exactly. Here's the problem, though. Still bitter about Olsen Full- twins not joining Fuller House. Well, it's never going to happen. Never. Well, I'm, I'm, I know. Full House went to Fuller House, and Fuller House was supposed to appeal not to the kids who were nostalgic for it and grew up. It was supposed to appeal to the children of those people. Right. So, yeah. and at the same time, I think, I, didn't, cute. I loved Boy Meets World when I was Me a too. kid. Never watched Girl Meets. I watched, tried to watch one episode to see if it was like the same. it's not the same. And it's really for children. I know. And it's not for the people who loved it when they were younger. We they Cor- made a new Disney channel. We watched right. Corrine Topanga fall in love. That'll exactly. never happen and they again. Can't, you can't fall. They, that love They're is too strong. They're doing something. Stay tuned though. Stay by the bell. Reboot. I know. And that's probably going to, that is not going to be gonna tank. the same show. Yeah. But I guess my point is that this Liz, what Disney Plus wanted was a show for children right. of the people who liked the original Lizzie yeah. McGuire and what Hillary Duff wanted to make was a show that she would want to watch. Right. It's a Lizzie she McGuire. Wants- it's Lizzie in the city. You know, it's like <laughs> Lizzie really, in the city. that's what they wanted to make. Cause they wanted to actually oh. explore her journey. You know, don't do that. That close to the mic. Dylan really, noise. I, D- I want lamenting the fact that we don't have that. <laughs> I want Lizzie in the city and I don't even really like sex in the city, but I want, I love you Lizzie in the city. Watch in the city would be great. I know. Me. Yeah, I watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. I do not hate sex in the city. It's just not a show that is beloved. Cause you're not from me. New York city. Okay. You're from Rockland County. I'm 
grew up in New York City. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I, there is also, by the way, another precedent for this move, and I actually watched the show. There was a show that was developed for Disney Plus, went over to Hulu. It's called High Fidelity. I've heard great things. It starts Zoe Kravitz, and it's based on a movie that had John Cusack at it, in mm-hmm. it in like 2000, and the love interest in it was Lisa Bonet. Who is oh. her mom? Ah. And then in the new version, <laughs> Barry and I just had this moment where we looked at each other Turned and go, and "Oh, <laughs> wow, gorgeous! I mean, truly amazing." I mean, creature. that is a mother-daughter duo mother-daughter that duo. I oh. unparalleled Almost in human history compared to mine and a myself. A mother-daughter duo. Let but, me tell you. But the John Cusack version, he was named Rob, and this version, Zoe Kravitz, is named Rob, and she's okay. playing the guy role. And they started developing the show for Disney Plus and realized it's way too adult. So they moved it to Hulu. What is it? And How watched, far do they get to realize it's not Disney Plus? What is wrong with them? Like, why? Like, oh, oh, there's oh, an they're erect, kissing. There's yeah, an erect sorry. Penis. Yeah, gotta like, move it. Don't they see it before they but start? But here's the thing: if you watch the show, it's quite good. You'd be like, this never belonged to Disney Plus. It's so clearly right. not on brand. It's not even inappropriate in a, in a strong way. But you know, there's smoking weed and drinking and like, but it's all relationships. It's so not for children. And I think anything that goes on Disney Plus, they want you, even if it's for adults, they want you to feel like if my kid walked in the room right now, right. I wouldn't have to flip the channel. I wouldn't have to turn it off. Right. I wouldn't Fair have enough. to flip over something. So if Lizzie in the City is going to be doing rails. <laughs> then we just can't have that. It's so funny. Okay, Hulu, if you're listening, pick up Lizzie and the City, please. <laughs> All right, we uh, we have another. This is very important, and I know Barry is super excited to talk about it. Can you tell us about the Bad Baby feud? Okay, uh. I. Listen, I, people, I know you think you don't want to know about it, but once you know all the details, it is so good. The yeah. Bad Baby and Sky Jackson. Bring feud it, Dylan. Of, Let's go. Of 2020. So, quick refresher: if you're unaware. Bad Baby, also known as Danielle, Cash Me Outside. How Danielle about that? Brigoli, also known as Cash Me Outside Girl. Um, the viral meme of a lifetime. So she was 13 when that happened. That was three and a half years ago. That's now crazy. she is 16. Crazy that she is still a child. Might be the next Bachelorette. <laughs> oh Honestly, season like 19, it's all her. Yeah. Okay, so she she is her. Now she has a rap career. She has like 17 million followers on Instagram. It's crazy. Is she really? So do I. Yeah, bitch. Her whole so bad baby spelled B H A D B H A B I E. It sounds like a <laughs> promo code that you have to spell out like six times. <laughs> um, okay, so she is feuding with Sky Jackson, who is 17 years old. She's a Disney Channel star. Modern she, day Hillary Duff. She wrote a book. Will. She has she has a lot Wait, what's going her on. Book? Her book's tagline is unbelievable. It's I don't like know. To, it's the tagline is like how to inspire, empower, and clap back. Clap back! Yes! <laughs> it's oh my so God. good. It's called Reach for the Sky, spelled S-K-I-A-I. I like, I like yes. that. I like that. Reach her, for the Sky. Her PR team is aces. Oh, they're so good. Mm-hmm. But so, Bad Baby is a prolific feuder. She has gotten in fights with people before. It's very exciting. Um, but so, basically, she, um, she alleged that Sky Jackson was... Um, Trying to get with her her ex mans, rapper NBA YoungBoy, who might I say is twenty years old. Nobody here should be dating him. NBA YoungBoy. NBA YoungBoy. That's a great rapper name. Sure. Wait, sure that's his rapper. Yeah, it's name? Oh, terrible. I, <laughs> NBA YoungBoy. Okay. YoungBoy is one word. No, I would assume. Word. Of course, NBA is a separate yeah, word. Why though. wouldn't it be one word? Okay. Um, is oh. it B O I YoungBoy? Oh, no, you uh, would think. Well, then I'm not interested. 
NBA stands for something too. I can't remember. It's not National Basketball Association. <laughs> okay, keep going. Okay, keep but going. so but so Bad Baby said that Sky Jackson was making some comments on her Finsta wanting to get with NBA young boy. Hold on. That the fact that this is a real conversation on her Finsta. Like this is oh, happening. Like oh, this is 2020. In, strap this in. This is crazy. So she said she was making these comments and she um she threatened to kill Sky on her Instagram live. She and I think her exact she said something to the effect of I will literally come I kill will you. Literally She's like, come I will literally kill you. Yeah. And so then um Sky Jackson took that information and uh she went to the the government. Yeah. She the handed police. over some documents. As anyone she sure. usually she had, she had some uh, some screenshots of some DMs as well that Oof. said um, that she will come to her spot and get her. Oh my! And so they granted a restraining order. Right. Good for them. End of story, right? Nope. So my personal favorite thing about this feud is that um, Bad Baby took it to Sky Jackson's mother's Instagram, <laughs> saying, "Quote: You should get a hold of that Finsta she has." And um, personally, I don't know much about Sky Jackson's mother, but I can say that she is my new hero. Um, so after going back and forth a little bit, um, then Bad Baby's mom also got involved. And here's this comment from Sky's mom to Bad Baby's mom. Bitch, you ain't saying nothing but a word. If you want a problem with me, I will surely give you one. The only ass you'll be beating is your own daughter's as we have all seen. You best leave me and mine alone. I will stomp a mud hole in your sloppy ass. Again, ratchet see, ratchet do. Now I'm calling you ratchet. And what? Wow. Whoa. <sighs> Whoa. I will stomp a mud hole in your sloppy I ass. D- I'm, I, I don't know what that means. Yeah. Neither I do think I. it's... I think she's gonna fight her. Yeah, like, yeah. but I, yeah, but like, where do you come up with certain things? Like, what does know. that mean? It's a gift. I know, and I kind of think that you, you know, people often they'll they'll rise to the level of the competition. <laughs> and Bad Baby has some crazy things to say too. Yeah, like the shit that she says, honestly, and the spelling that she chooses is poetry. <laughs> it is. And I well, feel yeah. Sky Jackson's They're mom was like, that. okay. I'll talk about stomping a mud hole in your ass. That's really good. One of Bad Baby's most popular songs is called These Hoes, mm-hmm. and Hoes is spelled H-E-A-U-X. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's French. She's French. Oh, I went to school in New Orleans. I am no stranger to a, a nice little Cajun spelling. Just shot. Imagine if one of you like pissed me off at work and I just turned around. I can't. I have to memorize this. <laughs> I will stomp a mud hole in your sloppy ass. You would literally turn around and be like, Barry, what? It, it, reminds, <laughs> it was like, I'm intimidating, but like, that's not intimidating. It reminds when I me say of it. Um, what Gigi said to Jake Paul on, on Twitter when she said, unbothered by your irrelevant ugly ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. Go that's a good clapback. Even he, this morning. Gigi must have read Sky, Sky Jackson. Yeah. Oh, that's what it is. Back. All I did this morning was turn around to Dylan and say, shut up. <laughs> Sky Jackson notably has also feuded with Azealia Banks, which that, that really is how you know you've made it in Hollywood when you've uh, exchanged fiery tweets with Azealia Banks. The part about this story that's strange to me is that Sky is the person who's written a book about clapping back. Didn't clap back. She didn't. Yes. She's not really the one who escalated Correct. this thing. You know what? She clapped back with a restraining order. She did. And I respect that. The ultimate clap back. She's unbothered by Bad Baby's irrelevant ugly ass. That's true. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, Dylan will be following this story closely. <laughs> and we will be giving you weekly oh. updates on the At Oh, you podcast. better believe I'll be following this story. 
We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with Base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with Base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. All right, quickly, guys, I want to touch on this new Lady Gaga video uh-huh. that came out for uh. her new single, Stupid Love. Uh, she, they also announced her, her album, album release date, right. April 10th. Her Chrom- Chromatica. 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 Uh, it Sounds the, exciting. The, the big headline for this music video is all shot on an iPhone. Yeah, I'm excited about that. What did you think of the execution? Um, very, it was colorful. Yeah, very gave me a lot of Power Ranger vibes, honestly. Did, and I liked yeah. it. Her body looked ridiculously good in the video. Can I say, though, and I'm not trying to hate on this video, what? so if you loved it, you can have it. But what was up with the dancing? Did she get these dancers from the Genius did Bar anyone, too? Like, are they from an Apple did store? Did anyone notice one of the moves that she did was the exact move that um, Little Miss Sunshine did in her... <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. I'm not kidding. I literally shouted when I saw it. I was like, oh, my God. That is from Little Miss Sunshine. Choreographed by Steve Carell, no yeah, doubt. But I thought it was good. I honestly, I love Lady Gaga, another icon, obviously. I've seen her in concert. She's great. But like, it, it sounded a little. Oh, I love the song. I Song's liked good. it. I liked it. It just sounds familiar to me. It kind of, okay. I will yeah. say that the the beat yeah. sounds like something that you yeah. would hear yeah. in an yeah. Urban Outfitters. But then she starts singing and it's a fucking yeah. fire jam. It's, what's hilarious to me is that, so this song actually leaked online back in January. and You hate to see it. Um, as, it. as the gays are wont to do, um, they ate that shit up. There were links flying everywhere. People were texting me asking if I had it. I was texting other people asking if they had it. Everybody... Everybody was listening to the song and like gay bars were already playing club remixes of it. <laughs> That's funny. A month before it came out. And so it's so funny because everyone kind of had to like pretend that they hadn't heard the song. Yeah. So it's like, oh yeah, like she's releasing Stupid Love. Can't wait to hear it. Wonder what it sounds like. I just thought the music video, which was fine, but it it reminded me of what people at Burning Man think they look like yeah. when they're yeah. at a rave That's out in the funny. desert. Like they're like, oh man, I this looks so good. Like watch my choreographed moves. Yeah. She also, I mean, she does look great, but it just feel it felt a little amateurish. This video, and part of it is probably because it was shot on an iPhone. It was a little no. party city. It was a little party city. Yeah, but I don't yes. think that had to do with being shot on an iPhone. Right? It did not have anything to do with it. I think they thought we'll fix it all in post and then they realized we have to make it look sloppy. Like, oh, than usual. These, 
the what the okay so the colors are just so specific like the yellow costumes are the color of like Velveeta cheese uh-huh. And like the pink is just so saturated pink. It's pink like, Ranger. Pink Ranger. Yeah, it is. For yeah, sure. It's, I don't know. It's, I, the shot on iPhone thing is weird to me because it's like Lady Gaga could have a fucking IMAX camera shooting her videos out in the desert. But she doesn't need to. She's Lady Gaga. But they paid her a ton of money. If you go onto YouTube right now to look up this music video before the video plays, if you don't have an ad blocker, there will be a 15 second ad for the iPhone. Right. That is just part of this music video. Right. So they use the music video as I an ad before yesterday. the music video, which is astonishing. Synergy, baby. We have like reached a new level yeah. of advertising. That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. I did listen. The song's fucking great. Lady Gaga just wakes up in the morning and writes hits. It's just what she does. Music video, kind of forgettable. A little forgettable. Yeah. I I will say I prefer the shot on iPhone. Um Money making technique to the uh, let's put a beat beats pill in a random shot yeah, of right. every music right. video. Selena Gomez did that with her new music video, except it's a very different vibe than Lady oh, Gaga's. That, like the look at her now. No, no, no. The one. Oh, rare. Um, no, her song. The one that just lo- lose me, love me, lose, to yeah. lose. That was shot on an iPhone. Love you to find me to hate yeah, lose you to, me to love <laughs> me. That song's really good. No, but that that video was shot on an iPhone. But very different. Uh, the other thing with this Gaga when it's all green screen, so maybe that's tougher to pull no, off. No, it's not. You tell me the they I, shot it. They shot it in the desert in you're, California. You're fucking with me. No. All right. Well, I take everything I said. Go to yeah. The, go to you're the, kidding me. Go to the Wikipedia page for the song, and it has the place. I don't know California. Right, they should. I should have yeah. shot it with a green screen. Thing. That's, <laughs> it looks terrible. That's all right. Funny. Quickly, I want to touch on coronavirus because it just hit New oh, York City. Oh gosh. You guys, Here we go. Yeah. The, Second case the, or third case today. Right. Well, the, Wait. There's another one. Yeah. There's more? Why, yeah. are, why are we here? So where the other day, the first case was in Brooklyn. It was a young 30-year-old girl, I believe, 28-year-old, traveled to Iran, came back home. Um, then today I found out there's another one living in, a man living in Westchester, but works in Manhattan and had just traveled to Miami. So he has now hit three locations, and I hope he is working from home today. We did, we did in Betches HQ, get an email yesterday saying... Legally, what did it say that if you have traveled, you have to stay home or work from home? And I love that. I love that about. I this do place. too because here's the thing: I think everyone is just working themselves up, but everyone needs to remember just to be careful, watch yourself, wash your hands, don't touch random things. But honestly, my own personal opinion as a germaphobe, you should do this anyway. Always, don't touch random things. Walk around with hand sanitizer. You know, just yeah. like Barry hygiene. has used hand sanitizer at least twice while we've been yeah, sitting here. I've just been pumping it in my hand. I'm not even touching anything. I She's just, four times during this recording. Yeah, she has put um, Purell into her hand. <laughs> over and over. She actually oh went through the whole studio and most of the office today with Lysol wipes just to sanitize And the I place. do that daily. You're doing the Lord's work. Yeah. We love you, Barry. Thank you. Thank you. I am a clean person. I am I personally just not afraid of coronavirus whatsoever. I'm not afraid, I'm I almost, afraid of germs. I relish the idea. I kind of hope I get it. It's just because I'm going to be fucking fine. You guys, like oh, over 80% I don't, I don't of know. people Everyone's who get died. coronavirus have very mild symptoms. <laughs> Only like yes. 2% of people die and they're all old. The, the part that's frightening is- Which is very sad. It's very which sad. Which is sad. It, and, and, I, and listen, it's a serious thing. I'm glad everyone's taking it seriously. Yes. But I don't really think it's going to impact my life so significantly that I need to lose sleep over it. Yeah, but do you think the people who got it thought that as well? And now they are dead. Or may they rest well, in peace. Okay, sure. <laughs> Some people have died, it's, and it's and I, I don't make, make light of their death. Yeah, but I don't know if panicking over this like it's the end of days is the right reaction. 
Now, I am surprised this is the first of these, you know, high profile pandemics that actually has reached New York City. Right. I guess that's true. Yeah. SARS, swine flu, all the big hitters came and went without getting here. So, I mean, maybe I should be a little more alarmed than I am currently. I just don't think that because three people have coronavirus in New York City, we all need to stop going out of our house. Yeah. No, even if we start working from home or something, I will definitely still be like going to the bodega to get food i saw something funny the other day where it was i'm trying to find i should have screenshot it when i had the chance (sighs) but in the past few years like ebola zika now corona everything has just like gone away and the last thing was 2020 please just turn off your tv like everyone's just going nuts like you know Israel is actually supposed to come out with a vaccine for it. They're working on it. I was reading the other day that it would take well over a year to complete yeah, a vaccine. They're working on so it. So it's like it's working on it. It will the, the, the actual the rise and fall of coronavirus will, will have already be, come and gone. But it's in good case to, it comes back, but we, we'll have to vaccinate for it in the future. Mm-hmm. That's true. So it's not going to be completely eradicated. What do you think Jenny McCarthy's kids are doing right now? Like, is this the kind of moment where Jenny McCarthy is like, God, fuck, I might have made a mistake. Nope. Definitely not. This is when they double down. This is when she's like, you know what? If my kids were vaccinated, they'd already have it three times over. Exactly. Guys, the message I'm trying to send to you is don't panic. I'll get the coronavirus for you. Thank Don't worry. See, I'll guys, you, we can't explain to you how good of a person our Sean is. Right. I'll take the hit he for you. He will take a coronavirus I for us. And you guys can work from home because the moment I get no, no, no. it, everybody you in the office is from free. home. You no, work from home. I'm, I'm still no, going to we'll, come we'll into the too. office. We will okay. too. Okay, cool, I can. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, guys, we're going to take a quick break. Dylan, that's it for you. Great job by you Thanks today. for coming, so Dilly. Thanks for coming, Dilly. So fun. Uh, when we come back, we will be joined by Eliza Schlesinger to talk about her brand new movie. not Mark Wahlberg. not Mark Wahlberg. Don't go anywhere. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am said mom. I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. All right, welcome back to At Betches. We are joined now by Eliza Schlesinger. You know her from her five, kind of five Netflix comedy specials. But soon you're going to know her as Sissy from the brand new movie Spencer Confidential out this Friday, March 6th on Netflix. Eliza, welcome. Thank you. You're a movie star. I star. This is your second time here in this studio. It is. You did Betches Brides back in December. My reach grows with every visit to the studio. That's great. It really does. We actually, I think off the air, you were talking about making this movie back when you were here. And oh, wow. you didn't even have a dog then. And now you have a dog in the studio with I've us. I've grown so much. 
Yeah, I'm different. You're now. a dog person now. I brought, I, uh, she, yeah, I got this. I got her. I uh, had a dog. She? She's under this. She's always right under me. I had a dog forever. Her name was Blanche, and everyone knew her, and she was my road dog, and I loved her so much. She passed away in June, and I was like, oh, my heart. An indelible mark left on my soul. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to get a dog right away. Long story boring. Um, I went to the, there's like a country store by where I live, like a small little market. And I was making candy for the comedy store employees. I do it every <laughs> year. I have like a special candy I make. Ran out of sugar. Husband said I had enough sugar. Used it. Didn't tell me. So I went to the store to get sugar. He's a chef though, by the way, right? But he never uses sugar. No, he, but he did, <laughs> He's but it was a baker. That's was, so funny. It was kismet because I went to the store and there was this Chinese lady there with this van. She had like a couple beagles and I was like, oh my God, they're right here and they're for rescue. I don't know if I want a beagle. And there was like one huge husky. And I was like, ooh, am I the girl? <laughs> Wait, with- I wish you took a picture of this scene. Oh, I'm envisioning this. Yeah, yeah, I have it. I'll show it to you after. I was like, am I going to be the girl with the dog that has like a 200 pound spine? I don't think so. And then she goes, I have more dogs in the car. She opens up her car. It's like dogs are the new pocketbooks. It's like dogs are the new VCRs. Yeah. 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 And yeah, exactly. And so I open it up. She opens it up and there's just a bunch of dogs in cages. Well kept, not like. And there's this one dog that had just a cute face and a little scar around her mouth. And I was like, oh, that dog. And I started crying and I was just like, take my money. $300 later and like no paperwork. <laughs> this Chinese dog. And uh, we got her all the shots and everything. She's fine. She's but, uh, adorable. Her name is Tianfu. Tianfu means gift uh, in Chinese, but depending on how you pronounce it, it also means land tax. Okay, well, you know. <laughs> And this is not interesting at all, but it's it's Tianfu, but I say Tianfu, it's Tianfu, which means gift. And then I think her mouth looks like a powdered sugar donut hole. Yes. And I found out that the Chinese word for donut is Tian Tian Chuan. Wait, did so you name like, her something Chinese like on purpose? No, because, she came with the name. Well, I mean, oh, that's, I, no, I thought bear. she did it as gift. Like, no, to be, but like, she your... came with the name because she's a Chinese rescue. And I was like, we'll change it. And then I was like, it's a little extra to have the name Tianfu. And everyone's on board. Oh, okay. Anyways, she's a sweet girl. And she's here. She's the fir- you guys can't hear right now, but she's the fourth person on the podcast right now. Yeah. Well, she's actually the guest. You're just speaking yeah, for her. Yeah, thank you for bringing thank for you her. as her interpreter. We <laughs> Not really to mansplain it. for my dog. <laughs> but uh, no, we, we want to talk about the movie yeah. that comes out on Friday. Very exciting. Thank you. Barry is a big Mark Wahlberg guy. Just so you know, You're a big guy. Fan. I'm a, a big, big fan. fan. No, fan. I'm not a big guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wahlberg, dude. Girl. Dude. You're a big yeah. Mark Wahlberg man. Yeah. 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 You know. You yeah. love him though. I do. Full I'm a, blown. I'm a big fan. We all, we all agree on this? Everybody likes Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's so, a movie star. So he stars, in the, you You play his girlfriend. I do. And, and I want to start with the fact that it. this must have been intimidating. It turns out you are not from Boston. But if you watch this movie, it seems like you grew up there. Thank spent your you. entire yeah. life there. Thank you. Doing a Boston accent in a movie is a daunting I task. I was impressed. Let me Thank tell you. And you. you know, I keep trying to get that those accolades from someone who's from Boston. Mark Wahlberg is the person to do he, it for. And he said it was good, but then like I got no feedback the rest of the time. Oh. Like it's very oh, like, no. look, you're hired. And we'll see what this cut's oh, like. Oh, boy. Uh, but I would like to think that if it was bad, they would ask me oh, not yeah, to do for it. for sure. Um, but yeah, thank you. I'm, well, he would have pointed out, like, how do you even work on that? I guess you just... You have a dialect coach. I don't. I didn't have one, but you know... You did that on your own. I did it on That's my own. That's awesome. Yeah, Good I, for they you. They were very like, you're hired. Uh, and I, on my own, was just like, I better figure this out. <laughs> and so, because I did the accent in the audition. You, what was okay. the audition like? What was that whole process? It's just normal sides, which is just okay. your audition lines. And I just went in, like any normal audition. It right. wasn't, I didn't have a leg up. There wasn't anything. I mean, I don't think so. Like I just auditioned. Yeah. And it said, um, and I've told the story, but it, it said no Boston accents. And usually what they mean when they say that is no bad Boston accents, right. yeah. you know, 
but the lines written were you could only say them in a Boston accent. Okay. Like one of the lines in particular was like, "Every day I, pr- I pray to Saint Jude for a fucking reason to leave you." And I was like, "You would never say every you unless you were an Irish Catholic from Boston." Correct. I tried it in every accent. I tried it like in my normal voice, but nobody invokes the name of Saint Jude. They probably didn't want someone like me coming in and been like, "Pock the car." Exactly. You know? they, that's exactly right. Right. Uh, they didn't want Nailed a big it. Mark Wahlberg man. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just was like, "Fuck it." And also, you always hear these stories about like they came in and. And they made the audition their own right. and they did something and so I just did it I was like the worst that could happen is status quo and right. I don't get it like I feel everything. like you read between the lines and you did exactly what they wanted you to do I did exactly what I wanted to do but That's exactly it, what they exactly. wanted exactly because they here's what people don't understand about acting is that they want you to get the gig they want you to come right. in and do something fun to break up them and I've been on the casting side and you're just watching read right. after read and I got it. Like the lines just click. Sometimes lines don't Did click. Did you know at that moment you were like, I nailed that when you walked out? I knew out. I nailed that. I didn't know that I got it because there are plenty of times. I have a pretty high self-esteem for no reason. And I walk out as if I'm like, crushed it. And like They're like, oh, it's <laughs> nailed it. Oh, they gave it to a couch? Okay. But I walked out. I was like, I left it all in there. Like I did the best I was capable of doing. Yeah, that's um, awesome. It obviously no. works. Well, you're also <laughs> kind of in the Netflix family. I kind of feel like, you know, you're like an old Hollywood. They had like, you, you were like, you were like an MGM system. Like, yeah. contract girl. Do you know that that's where TMZ comes from since for a 30 mile zone the idea was like if you were within 30 miles it was the studio's responsibility if you're outside of it the studio you weren't their responsibility like you couldn't no fuck idea. up within the 30 mile zone right uh, but it you is like you a should not fuck system. up within 30 miles of Netflix either well, it's, it's get, everywhere right you know <laughs> a fun fact yeah. though Amy Adams, who played Mark Wahlberg's mm-hmm. girlfriend with a Boston accent, mm-hmm. won an Oscar. So, oh, so, so you're I am manifesting that. I, and I'll double manifest it because to get ready for the audition, I pulled up a YouTube clip of her and just watched like 90 seconds just to, because I went to school in Boston. So I was like, let me just reacquaint myself right. with this accent that I don't hear every day. And then on set, every line, because you're improvising a lot of it, and that's hard to improvise in an accent that isn't yours, yeah. that isn't yours. So I yeah. would think. <laughs> gotta to, make it yours. Yeah, yeah, I gotta make it. I thought, how would Peter Griffin from Family Guy say right. this line? Oh, my God. And even though he's from Quahog, it's the same vowel pronunciation. Okay. Um, I had three tricks. I had that. I had, anytime I got slipped up, I would, and this is kind of circumlocutious, but an Irish accent is a Boston accent and a British accent is a New York accent. Mm-hmm. They okay. form their vowels the same. So if you can think of an Irish accent. And then if I really just wasn't sure... I would have the guy driving me that morning who's like a local teamster. I would have him <laughs> read the lines. With him? I'd be like, read this. And he would just read it That's in his great. like Southie accent. And that who better? Nobody better. And you shot this in Boston. All right? of it in Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's, I haven't even broached the subject yet. What is this movie about? This movie, Spencer Confidential. So um, in the 80s, there was, um, I guess there was a series of books mm-hmm. and then a TV show called Spencer for Hire based on the books. And it's about this, this one in particular, this story in particular, Spencer, he's a cop who does stands up for something but beats up a cop and goes to jail and so we meet him when he's getting out of jail and putting his life back together and it's about a guy who always does the right thing even if it involves him getting beaten up and he sees that a cop was wrongly accused of something and he's trying to clear that guy's name and so it's all about Love that journey clearing a guy's name right clear Love a good it. name it's like a, a ray donovan guy. type of situation ray donovan. right there you go there, right, there you who, go like, who i saw them filming there you go he in filmed outside Boston. my apartment actually in, here. I, i'm sorry in the north end uh, yeah, they shoot all over, and I saw it one day in Boston. I know I, I, I might be mistaken, but I think I read that you shot a lot of this movie in Mark Wahlberg's childhood neighborhood. 
Is that yeah. even close to being true? I think we did it in Dorchester. Yeah. Yep. Dorchester. So is that something, do you even know how that came about? Peter Berg, the director. Yeah. I love Peter Berg. Peter's great. Anybody who has seen Friday Night Lights is like a Peter Berg disciple, I think. He's awesome. Was that your first time working with him? Yes. My first time working, really. <laughs> well, you have been in a Mark Wahlberg movie I before. Been, which I don't think, I, I do think is the same casting director, but it wasn't like, oh, they had such great chemistry, let's put them together. Like, it was, was a completely different part. Tenth on the call right. sheet, whatever. Um, I think that's probably his call that we shot it there, but also like that is Southie and it was real. his neighborhood, mm-hmm. which is a lot nicer now. Super cute, actually. Yeah. Um, but we did shoot it all in Boston. Yeah. That's cool. fun. Was, was it fun. hard to get out of the accent? No. <laughs> in fact, it was hard to keep it because there were, I even, even hear as I'm watching it, like where I would lose it. Because right. like you're yelling and you get so into it that you forget. I mean, that's the skill of acting, which I definitely have not uh, mastered. Um, not hard to get out of it. It does, you know, on occasion, you know, you don't want to be the person who's like, hey guys, it's the accent girl. Yeah. Check it out. I just watched the scene where you're like, I loved you. I and love throw that I TV got to, off the thing. Oh, that was so fun. As an actress, as a human, all you ever <laughs> want is people to give you things that you get to destroy. We had a cake. We had three cakes. I didn't throw them though, but I got to throw TVs. Everything. I was going to say, how many TVs did you go through? I think only like one or two. Oh. They shot from pretty far down the road. That was like a push in, mm-hmm. I-, I think. Um, but yeah, and that was like my first day there and they're just like, go, like, so it was, you're just shooting out of order and you're like, I guess this is me now. Right. So. All right. So let's talk about it. Yeah. How was the sex scene? Well, you're spoiling it because now people know, but I've also talked about it. I can't give my mouth shut. Uh, it's, it was super, I was super nervous <laughs> because, um, and we don't really kiss. Not really because we don't kiss. It's just like raw sex in a bathroom. Um. I was so nervous and I'm someone that performs for thousands of people at a time and I'm a different performance, different different (laughs) performance. Yeah. But, uh, I was so nervous because, and I've said this before, like there's no school for, I mean, I'm sure there are classes you can take for like having sex on camera, but like there's no school for it. And there's certainly no school for you being almost a nobody having sex with the largest, one of the largest movie stars on the planet. Um, with You're no, not a nobody. I'm going to stop you there. But Mark Wahlberg is fucking Mark Wahlberg. Right. Be intimidated. Right. Yeah, if right. I had to do a sexy with Mark Wahlberg, I don't know if I could do it. Right. They'd be like, wait, who, who's this dude? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm walking out like, I'm a huge Mark Wahlberg guy. <laughs> like, Get him out of here. Mark Wahlberg man. <laughs> but he... He is probably. I wouldn't expect he'd be intimidating, but that would it's intimidating. be that would be a whole yeah. thing. Because yeah. also, there's that thing where like I'm. I love my husband very much, and he loves his wife very much. So you're like, I want. I don't want to get carried away. I don't. I we don't kiss, but like you don't want to be in the moment and accidentally kiss this person. If you do kiss, you don't want to be the actor that uses your tongue. Like you're like, how do I keep this professional but also make sure it's sold as passionate? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was so respectful, and he is so professional. Yeah. And like we'd stop and he would like pull my skirt back down. Like even though only my leg was showing, I was wearing two pairs of underwear. Like there was, you were not going to see anything and your clothes stay on. Um, But still you're intimate with someone. And you know, when you're, if you have a relationship and you're acting in a scene, you want to establish some sort of intimate connection. And I remember learning that a long time ago. Like if you have an intimate scene, take a moment with your partner before and like whisper something in their ear, like establish it. You don't get that with him. Like he is busy. Like he is managing his businesses and his family and his life with his bros. And then they yell action and he steps in and it's like, fuck. And so we choreographed it. And I just remember being with him, and I'd almost prefer that as opposed to just whispering something in Mark Wahlberg's ear. Yeah. Let's uh, I wouldn't do mind anyone. Uh, just it. to get like some sort of right. And, and I'm making jokes in between, and he's such a focused person, but he's that's awesome. But he's not laughing at my jokes, and no one's laughing at my jokes, and that's oh. how I relate to people, and that's how I attract men. Is I'm funny, 
um, and I go to the gym. But I'm funny, and <laughs> that's how I like. For me, that's chemistry. Yeah. You make me laugh, and he wasn't laughing. It also and breaks the tension because it's obviously a tense situation. And I wasn't getting that from him. And I said, "Can we just stop?" I go, "Can I have a hug?" And he was like, "Oh yeah, sure." Like I just had to make sure like we're all cool. No one hates me. And that's like the girl in me. Like, do you hate me? As you're like inside yeah. me. Uh, so, and then, and then it got fine. Right. People always talk about when they shoot porn or do like nude photo shoots. Like at first you're nervous, then you don't even think Everyone about it. Everyone says this. It's the people always talk about it when you do porn. Everyone. I feel like you're, you're going to want to go like do some sort of sexy right now. Yeah, you're I mean, all revved on. up. It's all Why revved not? up in here. It's hot but it got room. after a couple of minutes and was choreographed. And then you're just really more focused on making sure you hit your mark and the angles. because Hit you, your mark. Hit your mark hard. Stay. But uh, it was choreographed and uh, cool. Yeah, and I it was and we both left very sore. Oh, good for you! Because you're getting rammed I mean, you against go to the porcelain. Gym. I know he right. goes to the gym too. Yeah, but uh, well, so in a gym, different his life he his life is the gym. Just to be clear, we were not actually having sex. I think you both. <laughs> I think I led you to believe we were actually having no, sex. No, no, I definitely knew that you didn't. I don't know like if I feel like did. that doesn't happen. Uh, but I had bruises all in the backs of my thighs from hitting the sink because wow. in the scene you're not going to stop and be like, "Ow," right. you know. But I was kind of proud of I'm it. I'm glad like, that oh. happened for you though because Thank that you. was a different way of acting yeah. for you and, and something you're not used to and, and I feel like people should go out of yeah. their comfort zone totally and I got to make it funny but it's still you like reaching a climax mm-hmm. and your parents are gonna see this yeah and like there's this one angle <laughs> where like my chin doesn't look great and I'm like oh no are they gonna look at that uh, it was as tastefully shot as a bathroom sex scene can be and in this movie that's saying a lot because the, so there are a lot of action scenes in this movie almost exclusively almost exclusively mm-hmm. um are there any like things that you before it you saw it for the first time that you were like i cannot wait to see this scene how it plays out in real the life sex I, scene. it was a sex scene oh, okay. the sex scene um then some action stuff i did a couple action things that were cut which is fine yeah. um we have a oh, it's not so annoying. the cast is by the way, <laughs> cast is awesome yeah, in this it movie it's a really cool cast yeah um, Post Malone's in it so I just was you know you film out of order and you don't always see the other people in the movie right. so you're always excited to see how this cuts together because shooting is always so chaotic and run and gun and you're shooting making up stuff and you're improvising so just to see what they came up with and Peter obviously um, is an acclaimed filmmaker and has a has and is brilliant when it comes to these things together I think his last five movies have all been with Mark yeah, they love each other. They yeah, that's the other thing is they have such a bond. So you're right. like, here I am, like just trying to like hang out. They did not have to be as collaborative as they were. They it was so professional, so cool. I never felt for a second like I couldn't speak up or I couldn't say anything. And you don't always find that on a set. So right. it was super cool. So as you know, Barry is a huge Mark Wahlberg man. Uh, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, man. you're you're, you're a Mark man. Wahlberg person, right? You, we, we don't see, Leo's, Leo's we don't see gender here right, at Betches, so right, right, Mark Wahlberg right. person. Yeah. Leo's your number one, Barry, mm-hmm. but Mark is like 1A. Right. Yeah. 1A. And we have a, a bet going. Point. We do have a bet. Yeah. She desperately, she needs you. Hey, hey, hey. There's no okay, desperation right, involved. Tell her, tell her what you're asking. We're I told you betting, she's not going to do it. We bet it's small. It's uh-huh. just a coffee. Yeah. What are the chances you could get him on the phone? Oh, I do not have his number. <laughs> I told I'm so she sorry. wasn't gonna like, call him for you. He you is, never know. No, like even on James Corden, I was like, I want to come work out with you, and he like does not say anything. <laughs> he is. There is a very and Have I you totally seen understand his it. schedule. On there's like a meme of his I, schedule. I was it's with like him. Literally absurd. Because he doesn't just yeah. appear in movies. He makes. Oh yeah. Movies. No, he is. Forget making movies. He has all these businesses, oh, yeah. and you've got to stay. In he's shape. a family man. So there's no. There was no. Um, exchanges between us and he and you know what i get it like especially in the world we're living in like god forbid he says one thing and i just lose my mind and then it's a thing like he is very and i really respect that like very clear 
super available in your scene, but I, and and that's cool. And then outside of that, like he is not there a second longer than he has to be, and he's off doing. Well, he also knows time. if he gives you his number, then random people that you go on a podcast with are going right. to try and Facetime him, sure. right? Which is inevitable. Yeah, and that's how I win my coffees, guys. I look forward to getting. I'm coffees. so sorry. You can come if you want. I mean, I'll I tag him all the time, too. but he doesn't <laughs> respond. Is he's he good on social media though? I don't even. I think know. he is. He, is. he yeah. posts a lot of his family you, and stuff. And you watch every he's, single he, you know one what of his posts. He just if, went to his daughter's dance. It's an. I don't follow him on social media. Um, but it is a. It's a lesson in like just do you like yeah. do he does the things he's passionate about. I'm over here doing my thing. It's nice to see him during press. Um, I hope we make another one. I thought we had a I really nice on screen chemistry. Me too. You're thriving right now. I'm five, 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 no, you are. Did you realize five comedy specials on Netflix? Which Netflix is where we all find all of our shit. There's oh, no sure. better place to be discovered by a new audience than on Netflix. You have more stuff coming soon. Or though, the right? Batches podcast. Or the, or or the, the Batches, or podcast. The Batches right. podcast. Anyone you can listen on Batches Brides to Eliza's right. uh, episode from December where she That's talked the plug about getting I came married. For. Bye. But what, what else? Do you, <laughs> Thank you. What else do you have coming soon? I've got the what Eliza, are we working on the Eliza. Well, we've done it. It's the Eliza Schlesinger sketch show. It comes out April 1st. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not a joke. It really is. (laughs) Uh, On Netflix. And so it's a sketch show we shot here in Brooklyn. I know we're in the island, on the island of Manhattan right now. Um, Over the, the, during the beginning of fall. So I shot it here. Um, And it's a super fun show. And the the whole premise is that like you're watching a channel where all media converges. So it's parodies and satire on the different types of TV that we all watch. Whether it be commercials, infomercials, different types of dramas, comedies, HGTV things, whatever. So it's all just... It's just sketches framed as TV shows. Is it like 24-hour news sketches? Nope. Okay. It's just, uh, you'll see. Because I feel like that's the moment we're in right now, which is like, there there are so many different ways to consume your media right right now, and now all of a sudden there's like an election going on and stuff. I'm saying like, oh, right, people just straight up will watch cable still. Yeah. Like it's something that they're, I have totally forgotten they're about. They're called your parents. Yeah. Well, my parents do. Uh, you know, day. and this is, it's this fake platform where streaming and cable and network and infomercials and commercials all just come together. Uh, a lot of original characters, got a lot of funny people in the New York area that are in it. So um, it's just fun. It's it's not political. There's a couple of social sketches, but they're smart. We have one that's called AA for self-esteem where women go and they like confess that they <laughs> don't feel that. bad about themselves and then we like try to correct it. I love that. Because they don't fun. feel bad about themselves. Oh, yeah, that's so good. Wow. It's like um, I make eye contact with men when they speak to me and they're like, okay, you need to work on that. Yeah. Uh, so it's just like a lot of things like that. It's fun. That's and exciting. I can't wait fun. to see that. What made you get into comedy? I don't think it's like a made you. I think you are... drawn to it and you're funny and obviously you can foster that you know but you always hear the stories of the person that like everyone said i wasn't funny and i kept on at it now i'm super funny so i think i think when you're younger and you get a laugh then you're like it's like an adrenaline rush you want more laughs and i also think we all have things that we use to relate to people and to get friends and if you're the funny girl you know at first boys think that's funny and then you get a couple of friends and you then making people laugh is the thing that makes you feel good and it's your objective in a conversation or in class and then you start to cobble together your own sort of comedy comedic viewpoint and what you think is funny and pretty soon you think you know better than everyone else and then you're a stand-up comic. <laughs> it was that quick? Yeah, it was overnight. <laughs> Before you know it, you have yeah. five specials on Netflix. It was a slow burn. It, they didn't all come out. I mean, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. But you know, it's been it's been it's been a battle. But this is a big month for you. So you've got a movie coming out this Friday. You've got mm-hmm. April first. I keep forgetting it's, it's Friday. I'm going to be on stage in Cleveland when this comes out. Are you really? Yeah, that's um, exciting. You'll get off and see like you know what's going to be great. blown I know, up. I hope this so. actually. I know this happened many times, but this is like the ultimate billboard in 
the world right yeah. now is when you when people get home on a Friday night and they open Netflix mm-hmm. and a new banner right. shows yeah. up on the app. So yeah. you've been that banner. Do you want to see the I've picture? seen you before. I've been the, I appreciate that. I'll show you the picture for the billboard, which is not great for a podcast. Um, <laughs> but there's billboards all around Los Angeles and uh, they're like super manly billboards, but then there's one that has me on it. Mm, all Where was us. the premiere held at? It was in Westwood. Oh, um, kind of good picture. Yeah. We got to do the premiere. I got to be all lovely, all dressed up, and uh, it was so nice. It that was nice to so get to nice. so nice. be on a red carpet. For those who can't see the picture, it is beautiful. It's beautiful. Gorge. I felt really lovely there. Uh, you look great. Thank you. You look like a smoke you shop. Up nice, girl. I you know you did. Tried so hard. Yeah, I tried so hard. I'll find the billboard after this, but by the time we're done here, but I mean honestly, true. Like, like the Super Bowl ro- ro- rolls around, right? And it's like several yeah. million dollars yeah. for one thirty-second spot. I would venture to guess that being the main banner on Netflix is so much better exposure than any Super Bowl commercial could possibly be. I mean, it just reaches more people right. and internationally. People don't exactly. watch the Super Bowl. That's a, that's one of the billboards. <gasps> that's great. And that's I'm crazy. in the red. Wait, that, you see, you just well, drove yes, past. I know like, that. Hold on, stop the the car. one in the yeah. red has to be you. Yeah. That's me. There's only one girl. <laughs> that's Mark. But what's cool, I will say what's cool about the movie is, and I'm tooting my own horn here, horn here but this is the As truth. As you should. I'm not in a Netflix show, you know? Well, I'm going to tune it. Thank you. Um, they wrote the character, Sissy, mm-hmm. and, you know, I, I when it's a lot of men deciding about a woman you know you need to get a woman in there and the script was super fun and all that stuff but i really didn't want sissy to be this girl that's just yelling all the fucking time because nobody wants that and you don't get if there's no vulnerability whatsoever uh men don't like that and women can't relate mm-hmm. uh and i wanted her to be complex and i wanted her to have moments and levels and i struggle with like kind of being still in acting because it's so fun to be up mm-hmm. and you know it was important to peter that we kind of bring her down a little bit at times and be multifaceted so that not every line is yelling so that you have a chance to catch your breath and we shot the movie and then we got to go back and shoot additional scenes and they were all three with me so she became her own little thing and i don't know that she would have been on a billboard before but i kind of like clawed my way into every picture well because it's like what you said before what's what the audition what's the worst that could happen with anything they say no Exactly. And so Squeaky Wheel gets the grease and I had fun. We had a really lovely chemistry and Peter Berg was just awesome and we're buddies. And uh, so not every movie experience is this fun and easy, but this one was. Well, we're thrilled for you. We're both big Eliza guys. Thank you. I'm a huge Eliza guy. Manly Eliza man. What's next for you? So this, so Spencer Confidential comes out March 6th and the Eliza Schlesinger sketch show comes out April 1st. And so I'm on tour. Um, When does this podcast come out? Today. Oh, you guys. In like an hour. I'll be, they might well, be. As they're listening, it's out. I'll be at the uh, the Beacon. We have two shows. Oh. And I think they're sold out, but oh, there might be a second one. town. I thought you were just here to see me and Barry. No, I'm not. I'm, oh, okay, I'm here to do the Today Show, which is Tell tomorrow. Tell the people what they want to hear. I'll be on the Today Show <laughs> tomorrow. The that's okay. I'll be at the Beacon on the 28th. So there's some tickets left for the second show. Okay. But that's the next New York show. And then I'm on an international tour. I mean, people all over listen to this podcast. Um, so those are every all the tickets are at Eliza.com. Netflix is doing a comedy festival. I'm doing shows there before I go to London. So I'm just forever on a tour. It's called the Forever Tour because I love my fans forever, but I'm forever on tour. Um, and I just shot this movie with Shia LaBeouf and Vanessa Kirby called Pieces of a Woman, which is not out I yet. I looked it up. I couldn't find out. There's nothing out about yet. It. It's a this. It's a Hungarian director who's like an indie god, and it is a very serious movie. I'm trying. Like I'm like missing my chance to. I think the plug best, away, plug away. I think the best way to keep up is on my Instagram. You can also, you know, what, I'm gonna do this. 
I have this thing called community and it's basically you can text me. I saw that on your profile. Yeah, and people are like, this isn't real. It is, when you get a response back, it is me. Is it actually, it's not your number though. It's it, the app's It's a number. phone number I have. Okay. So, but this is just my phone number. It doesn't go to anyone else. Right, right, right. Um, and it's a great way to get like, insider things and updates and it's also a great way for me to like tell you specifically I have a show in your area and I don't have to like spam the world uh I'll read the phone number off but just so you know it is me uh that's the whole point of this I'm not it's not like an automated we thing we should get one of these for you Barry yeah because yeah. people want to know of, what yeah, you're up to that's crazy 323-370-4480 send a text opt in and then you get like alerts about shows or whatever but I will be coming to a country or city in your area coming to Europe a this country year. in your area so if you like live in Hungary you live, I'll be in Hungary. You're, she, I, was gonna, be I was like, well, are you kidding I'll be in Budapest. That's great. Coming up. Yeah, in like the spring. <laughs> and if you want to know exactly what area, which uh, venue it'll be in, just text her, guys. You yeah, can just got, text it's her. Eliza.com? Eliza.com slash tour for the tickets. But Instagram's probably the best place to find me because I yeah. usually answer my fans. And it's a great place to find dog What's content. Your it's just at Eliza S. And I do a lot of slow motion videos of my dog Tianfu jumping. She's an she excellent jumper. She's just the best. She's you know what? Cute. She's been very well behaved. She's just so really sweet. one of the best podcast guests we've ever had on the episode. Yeah, she's I mean, she doesn't contribute podcast. a lot, but she's a delicate snow peach. And I call her snow a peach. Snow can we keep her? Or you're going to take her back. Peach. You're going to take her back home with you, or we can keep her. You can like keep her. Okay, I'm not okay. attached to her. I just okay. got her. Yeah, get her. I'm, she doesn't <laughs> even speak English. She's a sweet girl. But I yeah. love it. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. This has been the At Betches Podcast. I'm Sean Kilby. And I'm Barry Rosenfeld. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. We'll talk to you next week. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby. And Mike Coscarelli. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Be sure to follow us at Betches on Instagram. Betches.